0: it is august 18th 2023 and this is the wrestling inc podcast tonight talking about smackdown talking about edge's 25th anniversary and congratulations adam we were all edging tonight on the edge of our seats waiting to see what was going to happen rumors flying that this could be his last appearance in wwe for a while perhaps who knows who knows what the future has in store i'm glenn joined by isa and alfred how's it going as well as it can be you know busy news day but uh, it's
1: been a fun day it's been a very active day
0: yes sorry
2: yeah
0: ah but it's good to be here with you all very excited very excited to discuss this but before we dive into the smackdown alfred what's going on in the news
1: Yeah. Well, let's talk about some legal drama. Ladies and gentlemen, Cash Wheeler stays with the Blicky. Our own John Jordan, who is live in the chat, I believe, has a story right now on Wrestling Inc. about Cash Wheeler. It's been updated all day. The FTR member and AEW tag team champion was booked. He was arrested and charged Friday morning in Orange County, Florida. With aggravated assault with a firearm, so everybody in their Glock was making Arne Anderson jokes all over Twitter today. There's an arraignment video of Cash Wheeler, who appears to be sporting a black eye. There was some kind of confrontation. The victim has spoken out. He said that at one point he feared for his life as Cash Wheeler pointed a gun out of his window. This is according to the victim's story. Uh, Cash Wheeler has entered a plea of not guilty aew has issued a statement they said quote aew has been made aware of the charge and we are closely monitoring the situation he cash wheeler is fully cooperating with local authorities and quote of course ftr is going to face the young bucks at all in as of right now it seems like the match is still on we don't know if cash is going to be in jail or if he's going to be available to face the young bucks but it seems like the match is still on as of right now but a lot of drama going on here more backstage drama that aew definitely doesn't need and what is supposed to be their finest hour cash wheeler blick talk to start us off
2: i i i don't understand in puerto rico that's how we greet people so <laughs> I, don't, I don't see how that's a big deal
0: <laughs> and this happened like a couple weeks ago
1: yeah Yeah, july 28th is when it happened and he was arrested on august 18th which is today this morning but it happened dating back to july 28th but for some whatever reason a lot of the wrestling media didn't run with this maybe it was being kept under wraps but nobody knew really knew about this until recently
0: i mean it's a crazy story right like rotary rage incidents happen people do dumb things when they're driving but that being said like the allegations if true are kind of crazy for a professional wrestler in such a high profile position to think that this would possibly be a good idea. If they're true.
2: They had Arn Anderson cut a promo about Glocks and stuff. They doesn't that make them kind of support this behavior?
1: Yeah, I mean, when it comes to getting in trouble, like, I don't want to sound like an old carney or whatnot, but I mean, this just kind of adds to Cash Wheeler's street cred to me, you know, it's not, it's not something that you would prefer happen. It's not something that makes AEW look particularly good, but this is a tough, hardened, old school pro wrestler. They walk out to the Midnight Express theme, which is from what, the 70s, the territory era. This is the type of stuff that you would be rewarded for if you were working under Bill I mean- Watts. I understand yeah, he... that it's a new generation. I do not advocate for any type of gun violence, loaded, unloaded, or pistol with. but cash, Wheeler Street cred just went up, especially on Twitter.
0: He didn't come out of the courthouse like Tupac, yelling thug life and spitting at the cameras. That was like... the only thing
1: that was missing. That's what he should have done. He looked at, like a defeated puppy. He should have <laughs> done the Tupac walk. He should have done the walk out the courtroom, and, and they would have been the biggest stars in wrestling. He did I not just...
0: look... Yeah, sorry.
2: I, I, it's okay. I'm just pissed off that we didn't get a Florida man headline. Like it should have been Florida <laughs> man flash his gun <laughs> during road rage incident. That would have looked so much cooler.
1: That's what I think is gonna save Cash Wheeler is the fact that this happened in Florida. The judge is probably gonna look at this like, what are you wasting your time? Okay, so what he stuck a gun out of there. Let's get to this guy who stuck an alligator in his mouth. Like this is this is light work for Florida.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, this is kind of a, like a five. And I'm not trying to diminish this at all, what he did. Like, people could have been hurt. Like, this is not good if this is true. But I'm saying in the pantheon of wrestling scandals, this is, this is like, kind of an, uh, in between.
1: Is this so, is a like, one.
2: This a one? Like is a wrestling a one, one,
1: and it's a Florida half. Like, I watched the wow. Territory and some of the stuff stuffies in Dark Side of the Ring. I mean, this there wouldn't was a even lethal be weapon an involved. episode of Dark Side I give of the
0: it, Ring. give it a five because there was a lethal weapon involved. Sure.
2: How do you know it was a real good?
0: Yeah, That makes it even crazier because in Florida, isn't it Florida open carry state? Like, why would you, why would you brandish a fake gun? If someone else has a real gun, like that seems like, I don't know. I mean, like you never know.
1: To to defend people with fake guns, my senior year of high school at Pleasant Valley High School, which is the same high school Aaron Rodgers went to, I almost got expelled for bringing a fake gun to school because me and my friends would shoot each other with BB guns and one of them stuck the gun out of the window and we all almost got arrested together. So I understand having a fake gun in your car. Maybe he just wants to protect himself.
2: I just want to point out that I went to high school with Jadier Molina. We even graduated together. So just to flex in alfred Aaron had is a bigger he had legend. he had nothing to do i mean i think jaddy has more rings than he does but anyways
1: <laughs> yeah we'll
0: maybe will maybe been married a couple <laughs> times
2: anyways i don't know glenn who went to your high school
0: uh, johnny gomes from the giants went there after after me uh jeff gersman of uh, giant bomb fame uh green day played at my high school yeah
2: but you guys get classes with them because i did well
0: jeff gersman and i did he's the reason why we both dropped out because we would leave at lunchtime and then never come back we'd go get 7-eleven nachos and go to his house and like watch kids in the hall and like <laughs> comedy central and just hang out listening to like hip-hop and yeah those were good times um but no i think uh it's interesting now from my city from petaluma winona Ryder went to the opposite high school on the opposite side of that's I like pulled a gun
2: on a cockroach recently.
1: Well, there you go. That's yeah, one you, way to you, control you gotta protect body. yourself from these cockroaches. You never know if they're maybe the cockroach had a gun.
0: We have you crazy... know in Puerto
2: Rico? Possible.
0: <laughs> we yeah. have uh like crazy lizards in the backyard and they just eat all the crickets and bugs. So we're just that's you cool. know, that's like our ecosystem. Control. Heather Abood yeah, saying that the, life. the Cash Wheeler story's been all over the local news. Oh, Florida. yeah.
1: I've seen it on a lot of mainstream news sites. I have a story on Forbes right now that you could check out uh, on my website at Forbes. I'm almost at a million page views this month. Uh, and I believe Glock that's history roaches? because I'm doing it for the second time. Well, congratulations
0: uh, and- on that, Alfred, but we just have to give a shout out for a second for the MDB999 who said, Glockroaches.
1: roaches. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. We love it. Clockroaches are that. out here. And of course, on Wrestling Inc., John Jordan has a story. So this is all, I don't want to promote the stories of this. This is obviously a very serious instance in terms of Cash Wheeler being in jail. And what I legitimately want to ask is, how do you think this is going to affect AEW All In? This is a very big match, even though it's been a shittily promoted card at All In. They have announced the Young Bucks versus FTR in one of the bigger matches on this show, which is a history-making show. That news being buried beneath all of this backstage drama, but what's going to happen with FTR versus the Young Bucks? Start with you, Isa. I mean,
0: Isa, what's your prediction?
2: Young Bucks win.
0: <laughs> just, just that.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, I think, and I think this is a popular theory that Mark Briscoe is going to show up and fill in with Dax.
2: Wow! Oh my god, that was one of my favorite one of my favorite memes in regards to this situation because i love the internet you there's nothing can be serious ever anymore with the internet but there was a meme that had the <laughs> the leather face that showed up on wednesday was going to be the replacement oh, that's going to be tagging in with dax that was probably top tier meme for me
0: yeah there's uh, another
2: one showing so
0: <laughs> that would that would be that would be tony khan like if he wants to take this up a notch
2: what if Edge it was... is real life friends with
1: FTR, so Edge could be one of those people?
0: I mean, Edge sure. is allegedly done, right? Like tonight was yeah, it? This man. is the last thing on Edge's contract. That would be. I mean, like if I'm Tony Khan, you need to make lemons into you know lemonade here and distract from the situation because I could see the Bucks making some comment in their promo. Maybe Dax is out there. And it's like, oh, I Tony see your Khan, The partner. same Tony
2: Khan that sat there and let CM Punk did what he did while he just sat there quietly. You think he's going to do something Yeah, about Tony Khan. This, confer- this is
1: not Tony Khan's decision. Tony Khan has no sway FTR, in this. FTR was a the favorite. They were the betting odds yeah. favorite hitting, and I did expect them to win this match at minus oh. 250, which is pretty sizable. But with this news, you would think that the Young Bucks should go <laughs> over, but they're only going over if that's okay with CM Punk. Well, if CM yeah, Punk I was says, say... I'm walking out of this show if the Young Bucks win, which CM Punk knows no levels of pettiness. This is a man who had Ryan Nemeth blocked from Collision because of a subtweet. So if you don't think CM Punk would pull a power play and say, my friends are not losing to the Young Bucks, they could lose the titles just not to the Young Bucks. If you don't think CM Punk is capable of that, he is. So if CM I... Punk is okay with it, the Young Bucks will win.
2: I was going to say, we all know CM Punk is the head of HR. So the punishment of Cash <laughs> Wheeler will depend on the head of HR's decision. I maybe he took one for the thing. What if he did this to get the heat off of CM Punk?
1: Mm. CM Punk gave him the gun. We gotta check that gun for fingerprints. fingerprints uh, he was what if Dax
2: yeah, comes the movie out. The Joker, where the guy gives him the gun and then everything happened, and then the guy tries to say he didn't give him the gun? It's, yeah. it's like that.
0: What if uh Dax is surprised? Uh, tag partners a steal. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> and then they, they retain the titles. <laughs> i mean i like uh, this is uh, you know I've, I've learned a new saying since i've lived in vegas and I've, I've lost a little gambling which is that i have to laugh because if i don't laugh i'm gonna cry and i think uh that in this story like i'm reading the details reading the victims um the affidavit of the victim uh one daniel mata uh wrestling inc has the story but he's talking about that he saw this jeep driving erratically he took photos of it uh and then the Jeep pulled over to the right shoulder when he passed it. He saw a man with a beard pointing a black semi-automatic handgun out the driver's window at him with a strong stare. Um, strong
2: stare. Sounds like a snitch to me. <laughs> yeah, it does.
0: Oh, Jesus Christ. I
1: don't what? see what the problem is. He's just a pro wrestler being a pro wrestler. This is a territory wrestler.
2: FTR what if he was a wrestling fan wrestlers? and they recognize him and they were like, bro, we could like really mess this up, you know?
0: Yeah. Whole thing is just crazy. John Jordan five dollars says appreciates the shout outs. AK. I don't have the streets worldwide, but I have the Florida streets for sure. If cash got cash, you should be fine all in. I don't know. I don't I don't think you can travel to another country.
2: Yeah, you can. Can It's not that deep. Yeah, they didn't ask for his passport. He got out a twenty five hundred dollar bail. Like they didn't yeah.
0: Yeah, that that seems kind of like twenty-five bail or bond.
2: It's the same thing, you know.
0: I mean, $2,500 bonds, non-refundable. It's 10% of the $25,000 bail. Uh, Who cares? Uh, CM Punk paid
2: it. He's making six, like, wait, did
0: six CM millions Punk? Did, wait, did CM I Punk... I don't know. Shoot? Glenn,
2: Glenn, why I'm would sure you take anything does. I say seriously? I'm yeah. <laughs> no, no, breaking CM Punk's
0: podcast. CM
2: Punk huh? has paid cash. Yeah.
0: Did he Shug knight this for, for <laughs> I, mean, I just, just want to make sure
2: everybody watching know I'm the one you don't take seriously. <laughs> yeah, so please do. understand that. Whatever I say, do not take it seriously because some people do. <laughs> it, it,
1: At what point, to be fair and present this from the CM Punk side, at what point do we book in a rain Kenny Omega for constantly pointing finger guns at people? We don't know if that gun is loaded that he points and says "bang" every single week. Why do we
0: just let that go? When did this become the Daily Show all of a sudden? Like I thought we were supposed to cover the story, and now it's (laughs) we are covering
2: the story. There is no story story. to cover. This is journalism. you get arrested for that in Puerto Rico. They'll, they'll prosecute the for cop that was- Yeah, they prosecute the cop that wasted the, the judge's <laughs> time for bringing somebody together for flashing a gun. Like, so but no, you know what? Isn't the NFL suspending players for flashing guns on Instagram Lives? Like, well, apparently, John
1: Morant's losing a quarter of the season for flashing a fake gun in his car. So, listen, everybody. <laughs> we are an anti-gun society, or at least we pretend to be. You know, until somebody does a mass shooting and so nobody do we, does anything do about we it, do we change
2: Jeff Hardy's entrance? Is he not allowed to like anymore?
1: Yeah, I think uh you should do it with his whole hands.
2: And how pissed off are you if you're the gun boys? <laughs> <laughs>
1: the,
0: the gun club is claiming gimmick <laughs> infringement. <laughs> They're gonna they're gonna update that reference, it's gonna be no if more gun references come out, on that. If
2: they don't come out with Cash Wheeler in that badass entrance at some point, what are we doing here?
0: Do you think they're gonna have to become the like the SOP boys? You know, like yeah, they're gonna go, have to change that name.
2: The yeah. paintball, <laughs> paintball boys, <laughs> the
0: paintball Boys. paintball boys sounds like a real thing. Like, you know, there is a paintball team <laughs> that has pictures of them like wearing bandanas and throwing up gang signs with the paintball gear, with the Z, you know? paintball boys with a Z. Yeah, and sure. they made a rap song. They think they're like, oh, this is before your time. There was a group called, uh, there were two things. One, there was lifers group, which were actual rappers who were like incarcerated, like with death sentences, <laughs> did a record called like lifers group. And they're all referred to by their prison numbers. And then there were the Bloods and Crips banging on wax was the other like big, like gang, authentic hip hop record that came out in the early nineties. And they're all wearing their blue and red bandanas on the cover. So that's what I picture the paintball boys. Like, photo looks like.
1: There are a lot of gun references on AEW television, so I don't know if they're going to have to do anything about that. I don't know if they're going to lead into it.
2: You're
1: just making the new leader of the Bullet Club. Oh, shit. Man, (laughs) this is like... (laughs) Bullet Club. Arn Anderson, of course. We've got the Gun Club. We've got Cash Wheeler coming back. Kenny Omega pointing a weapon at people every single week. Well, thank you. Tony Khan at an AK-47. I don't know if anybody saw that. Thank you everyone for tuning in to Wrestle Roasts
0: tonight on the Wrestle (laughs) Rank. Wrestling Inc. podcast. <laughs> we have a good time. Levity. Levity is the yes. key to gun violence. <laughs> Shout out to Justine A, Sid Fishy, Killer of Demons, Edward Cousins, MDB 99989, the Brain Child.
2: Everybody should, a, watching. Hey,
0: everybody watching tonight. We know the links have been going put on. Put your guns late, in the air, lady. everybody. Hey, put a gun emoji in the chat.
1: In
2: support of Cash Wheeler. Let's the green go. gun. Come Blink on. The up. green gun. Hey, green I think gun. it was it was
0: Heather <laughs> B. who said, you know, all glocks down. Bang and single.
2: Please come
1: on, everybody. Let's support Cash Wheeler with some blicks in the chat as we move on to our next story.
0: Yeah. What else and is going the, on?
1: We saw John Cena tonight on Edge's retirement show. Uh, John Cena wished Edge well, along with a lot of luminaries in WWE but you may not see John Cena or The Rock on TV amid this writer's strike. I know a lot of people have had a talking point that now that the writer's strike is going on and no movies or TV are being made in the foreseeable future, well, The Rock and John Cena and Batista might have extra time to go on WWE TV, but The Rock's right-hand man, Brian Gerwitz, who does follow me on Twitter, who has an amazing book out that you should get, he said that he- He would be shocked if The Rock appeared anytime soon on WWE TV because of the writer's strike. Said Gerwitz, quote, even though WWE is not affiliated with any of the guilds or any of the SAG, I still think it's a bad look for a prominent actor like The Rock, Cena, or Batista to appear on any entertainment program while there is a strike going on. Uh, Which it does make sense. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because this is the rocks. This is the president of the rocks production company, seven bucks productions. So this is a guy who's saying this. So, you know, he's advising the rock not to go on WWE TV as well. So don't expect the rock to go on WWE TV during the writer's strike. Although Brangerwitz did say that he would be more shocked if The Rock retired, he does expect The Rock to get involved with the Bloodline at some point and beat Roman Reigns probably, but he does not expect The Rock, Cena, or Batista to be on to WWE. Beat T- Roman T- Reigns during. He didn't say that. I just added that yes. during the
0: strike. We shall see. When's Young the Rock, Rock coming back? Is... Still... Young Rock has been canceled. He's got some he time. Fears,
2: he fears uh-huh. the Tribal Chief. We all know that. <laughs>
0: It's really kind of fucking crazy how long this strike is going on now. We're already seeing TV shows that were renewed getting canceled because it's going to be like till 2025 till we have new content again. Very weird time. It is.
1: We could see Raw on NBC. There are light, light, light whispers that it may go on Wednesdays on NBC, which would be a very fun time. But uh, Raw on NBC is sounding more and more like a possibility the longer this writer strike goes on because they're going to run out of written content to put on TV and WWE is able to operate without the writer strike because they're not SAG-affiliated.
2: Greg, give us more Survivor more Big Brother.
1: Yeah. They should just keep adding people to Big Brother until the strike is over. I want Janelle back. We can get Kesar getting evicted for the seventh or eighth time.
2: We have two seasons of Survivor every year, so add another one. Do a, do a winter... F- Season of Big Brother, I wouldn't be mad at that.
1: They did that a couple. They they did like a celebrity. Well, they had the celebrity. They, the celebrity. The yeah. celebrity
2: happened like in in the winter. Yeah, you're right.
1: Yeah, and they no, they've done. They also did a winter Big Brother when they had the couple. Over the and top. I never got sick of yeah.
2: it. Yeah, I love Big Brother. So yeah, reality TV is just blooming right now.
1: Hey, man. In Paramount content Plus, creators, If you're a content creator, I know there's some of the chat and there's some on this podcast as well. This is your time, too, because, you know, if they're not going to have TV, content creation is going to be the alternative.
0: Paramount Plus has uh, nine seasons, 240 episodes of The Love Boat, and we're just working our way through them. Glenn
1: really sold me on The Love Boat, and I'm going to get into it.
0: I sold you on it by saying there's an episode where Scatman Carruthers teaches white people how to do the ham bone.
1: <laughs> well, it's more than that, but that's what put me over the top.
0: <laughs> which is still like i had to go back and re-watch that because i'm like i can't believe also uh light spoiler there's an episode where reggie jackson is on the cruise and doesn't want anyone to know that he's reggie jackson and then gets really bummed out nobody's treating him like reggie jackson
1: oh that's uh, from the yankees
0: yeah yeah like he's the actual a reggie jackson.
1: The yankees fan i love right that's my favorite baseball player all yeah
0: the time. well the entire episode of reggie jackson <laughs> <laughs> great it's awesome. And I think the Harlem Globetrotters show up at one point, which I'm really excited <laughs> about. Because as a kid, when the Harlem Globetrotters went to Gilligan's Island or had the cartoon, like that was always a high point. And I'm yeah. bummed that here we are in the year 2023, and I've never seen a Harlem Globetrotters game. Wow, wow they're a lot of fun. Uh, so, my first. Spoiler alert: the Globetrotters will win. The, not yeah. always. There was that one game. <laughs> there was that one game yeah. where the Washington Generals squeaked out a win. <laughs>
2: Shut up I to beer money because he says the challenge is the best. Not trying to change the subject for whatever weird shows you guys are talking about. But the challenge has a new season right now and it's good.
0: Wait, yeah, you... you don't know about the Harlem Globetrotters?
1: Yeah, you were in New York all that time. You don't wait, know about the wait, Harlem really? Globetrotters? Yeah, I don't. You don't know about Sweet Georgia Brown? <laughs> Historic team. Oh, I do. I do.
2: I do know yeah.
0: that. That's the Harlem Globetrotters. And they you do does... all the tricks. Sure. As a kid, it was amazing. And then I went to a real basketball game and I was like, this is so boring compared to the Harlem Globetrotters.
1: The Harlem Globetrotters, they would do this trick where they would bring a kid onto the court and they would all run in on the kid and then they would back out and the kid would be in a Globetrotters jersey, right? Oh so God. when I was there, I... they did it and the kid started freaking out and crying. So they had to back off of the kid's clothes.
2: Uh, were and the kid just... was half naked. Am <laughs> I allowed to make a super inappropriate joke right now?
1: Oh, yeah, I just talked about half naked, kid, on all the glow charters.
2: I don't know know what you guys are talking about. Oh, God, where did Glenn go?
1: (laughs) Okay, let's hear it.
2: Nothing. I was just going to say that while you guys were talking about whatever you're talking about, I was going to do (laughs) it, and then I was like, no, that's important. (laughs) We can't be pointing guns anymore no <laughs> guns
0: It's a gun free zone i'm looking around my studio and i think maybe i have a hot glue gun somewhere around here but i think that's the closest, closest MDB has been ever. on fire shouting out and
1: one which is what a time to be alive when the and one mixtape shows are out there i think they have a, a an untold a netflix documentary on them and and one was great in its day mm. great
0: shoe too what else is going on in the news
1: well, that's it. Well, we're going to talk Edge's retirement and whatnot, but we can get into that when we talk about his last match. I know there's rumors out there, but they were not addressed. Do you think he's retired?
0: Tonight. Do you think he's retired? I don't think he's retired.
1: I don't think at all. I think he's trying to get that one final bag, and I think he's going to be a very hot free agent now that his contract is coming up. I think AEW would love to have Edge. I think WWE would love to have him back. WWE and AEW are about to come up in terms of their TV deals, so I fully expect Edge to get broken off, even at age 50.
0: And if you think... Oh, WWE is not threatened by AEW. I would say, where was Christian in all those montages tonight?
1: I was wondering the same thing. I thought, you know, we've seen so many times where WWE allows AEW talent or vice versa. CM Punk allows AEW talent to go on WWE programming and, you know, wish somebody well. They've done it with Jericho, or I think it was a John Cena memorial or celebration where Jericho was on the TV, but we didn't see Christian. And that was very shocking to me.
0: I mean, like, really, and I know Ed just had a very healthy, long solo career, aside from Christian, but, I mean, that was, like, very conspicuous, that absence tonight.
1: Yeah, I I was shocked. I was seriously surprised, because I did expect, maybe they did film something with Christian and WWE just decided not to use it.
0: My wife pointed it out. My wife, who pays half attention to SmackDown, was like, where's Christian in all of this? Yeah. I was like, that's a very good point.
2: Hanging out with dinosaurs.
0: Yes. Don't talk and about anything like that and thinking, hey Dax, if you need a partner.
2: Do you think <laughs> they'll put him on a freaking ghost face mask or Jason?
0: Dude, that's what they should do at all in is they should have everyone go up through the night to Dax and be like, Hey man, sucks what happened. But you know if you need a partner and then actually have Cash show up as a surprise.
2: Do you really think Dax cares? He was like tweeting memories and reminiscence while well, the news were breaking on Twitter. That was the funniest part.
1: <laughs>
2: he was like, oh, this happened two years ago. And the comments were like, does he know?
0: <laughs> he knows what he's doing.
2: Man, I know. It was great. The comment section like was, it was not uh, your stuff.
0: He shouldn't <laughs> stop doing that podcast.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. This would have been the highest viewership of all time for that podcast. He oh kept going. Yeah, well, what else is uh, going on? We got any other news? That's yeah,
2: 90,000 tickets sold for WrestleMania.
1: Right. That, was, that was mentioned almost as many times as Edge's anniversary is WWE promoting 91,000 tickets. Oh, the so- week before AEW has outsold WWE, which it's funny because AEW's big story has been buried by a lot of this backstage news, and WWE is going full-fledged, promoting the 91,000 tickets sold for WrestleMania, the most for two days. ever for that's two, for days, two yes. days. And it's more than a two day WrestleMania for this year in LA, but you know what the game is. They have to get that 91,000 mm. number out because it's so much more impressive than the 80,000 number that AEW is going to be promoting.
2: It uh, is impressive. And if you think about it, wrestling as a whole, the fact that AEW just sold that amount, the fact that WWE is selling this amount this far in advance it just makes it promising. Maybe it, it is what you guys were saying. You know, there is nothing else to watch on TV. There might be some people coming back to wrestling just because there's nothing else to watch. But it feels like wrestling is on a hot streak right now.
1: It is, this is definitely a boom period for wrestling. There's never been more money in wrestling than right now. And that's WWE alone. That's forgetting the company that just broke the Wembley record for a wrestling event. There's never been more money for pro wrestling than there is now. And the ratings
0: have been sky high. Although, and I don't know if you know this, you know, in the music industry, when you release a double album, every sale counts as two. So when you see bands are like our plat- our album just went platinum, like it's really a gold record. It was just a double album.
2: So if you release like a, like one of those double CDs back mm-hmm. in the day, does that count as four?
0: Good. It, it, no, seriously, the more like each unit, they break it up by the number of discs. If you released, um...
2: what about the Titanic VHS? That used to be two tapes too. What did that count as? Malcolm
0: X was two tapes as well. No, I think it was still one movie. But if you have a double album, there's a special classification for double album. Speaker Box, The Love Below was the greatest double album of all
2: time. Oh, my God. uh, Incredible In fact, that's
0: where that Eminem lyric came from, that you couldn't sell two discs if you sold a double album.
1: (laughs) He wasn't dissing Outkast. He was was just...
0: No, no, no. But that's specifically that rule is what he was referring to. Right, Right, right. You know? Uh, and so I would always hear bands that were like, what if I release like a million CD record and I sell one copy? <laughs> uh, Sweatsuit
1: by Nelly, another great double album. Yes. Sorry.
0: Man, isn't it crazy that Magoo passed away this week? Timbaland and Magoo fa- I, like. I legitimately, like two weeks ago was going to tweet, like, Missy still making records, Timbaland's still making records, what's up with Magoo?
1: Oh, man. Yeah, it's sad.
0: Crazy very underrated component. Very underrated. Machine. Still hear Love to Love You, like, at least once a month. <laughs> in a casino. Like, that yeah, song never seen. went away. Because the casinos have a very limited playlist, I've learned. <laughs> yeah. Like, and you know what I've never heard in a casino? The Gambler by Kenny Rogers.
2: Well, well, they, they don't people want to trigger guilty people. feelings yeah, yeah i was gonna
0: say i see people say them i'll be playing against people and they're like well you got to know when to hold them and no one to fold them you <laughs> know like you hear that but i never hear the song play you, you never will i
2: will punch them right then and there <laughs> the rest, i would just punch them somebody said that next to me
0: <laughs> i just started doing the the gambler i i do um yeah well we'll talk we'll talk later about my pork cur- wait till well, isa when are you coming out here we we talked about this off the air last time
2: I am hoping between the next month or two. Okay. Between the next eight weeks.
0: Because, you know, uh, Paulina Rubio is playing two. I know nights. you
2: told me. You told I got me. tickets
0: for one, but we can go to the other one. All right. It'd be great. And All have right, to, there is tempting. You'll have to translate for me for between song banter that I don't understand. I got it. Up you. Jumps the Boogie was a great Magoo song. Yes. yes. That,
1: that is actually one of my favorites.
0: What was the one? Uh, here we go. The one with the Spider Man theme, the melody that they took from that.
1: Oh, I don't remember what the song was called, I, I think it was called
0: Here about. We Go. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, yeah, I think it was
0: Here We Go. Yeah, yeah. Solid. Good times. Uh, you know, that was about 25 years ago when Edge was making Flat his
2: debut
0: by WWF. Timbaland and Magoo fun. were on top we of the come. world. Here we come. Here we go. Here we come. That's what it was. Now that's gonna be stuck in my hand all night. <laughs> um also remember that song, uh, Missy Elliott, it was Scary Spice from that soundtrack. It was also pretty pretty tight. Remember the Moulin Rouge soundtrack and how good their version of Lady Marmalade was? Yeah. Just talk about all the, all the old memories.
2: Remember how they all hated each other?
0: <laughs> so good. I saw Patti LaBelle live and I saw Patti LaBelle sing Lady Marmalade live and I was like, this isn't as good as the Moulin Rouge version.
2: No, well, it wasn't they didn't all hate each other. It was Pink and Christina Aguilera hated each other. IRL stuff.
0: Yes. Well, tonight, if you like Edge, tonight <laughs> was your show. When's it? What's the next pay? What's the next uh, payback?
2: Payback September second in Pittsburgh.
0: Uh, they did. Uh, they built a few little things tonight, but with the bloodline. you know, taking its sweet time on this storyline. Tonight, Edge was front and center. Sheamus and Edge got like three segments. They got the entire last half hour of the show tonight.
2: And they delivered.
0: Very good. Although I kept thinking...
2: That it was going to end early and we're going to get a retirement speech?
0: Or I thought I thought we were going to get a surprise attack. I thought someone was going to come in there and beat up By Edge. Gonna... I don't know. I-, I heard Kevin Owens was there tonight, that he's back in wrestling. I was like, maybe Kevin Owens attacks him... Somebody attacks Edge and sets up a feud. Maybe Randy Orton. Although that would that would have been awesome, actually. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, I thought how often do they do this tribute send-off sort of show? And it really goes off without a hitch. We all thought tonight's Edge's last appearance at WWE for a while, 25th anniversary. Shane McMahon's gonna come out and start a feud with Edge. (laughs) Something's gonna happen at the end. I'm
1: surprised there wasn't at least a speech. They they, like went right off
2: the air. They might have been off the air.
0: Probably they might have, been. yeah. Grayson Waller should have attacked Edge.
2: They really had a match,
0: yeah. I know, hit on the man's wife. Um, so we got highlights from Edge's career, his solo singles career, not his tag career, his singles career. They showed the edited yearbook with the most likely to become a WWE champion. The original said WWF, they had to fix it. Um, but let's talk about the video packages tonight. Kurt Angle, John Cena, Kevin Owens. A lot of familiar faces sending their well wishes. It's nice.
1: No Christian. Yeah, no Christian. No Dax, no cash.
0: Well, that would have been a little no Tony. Uh, no. <laughs> Tony at the end is like, call me. You know? <laughs> Hey, thanks, guys. Edge, now that your contract <laughs> is up.
2: <laughs> oh, it <that> was great.
0: <laughs> um, But it was nice to see all this. It was nice to see the highlights. The match was Sheamus. And we'll talk about that more later, but that was really good. I think the speech last night was really good, but this did kind of feel like WWE realized, like, Edge hasn't re-signed, and we got two weeks to get the last juice from this, from this lemon.
2: Yeah, Of course, that's what they do. Remember the, Sh- the Shields' last run before uh, yes. Dean Ambrose left?
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, before that, we had Grayson Waller hosting the LWO and the new U.S. champion, Rey Mysterio. And Rey and Santos <laughs> seem pretty buddy-buddy, given everything that, that has they
2: happened. They should be. They are LWO why yes. wouldn't they be buddy buddies santos couldn't go Ray stepped up the title stays with the lwo it makes perfect sense to me
1: mm. i really hope santos i can't, santos doesn't can't, I can't
2: have up. this faction break up okay have a tattoo yeah. we need to stay together <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that tattoo. Yeah. hey listen it'll be collector's item <laughs> it's a great it's a great uh backstory to it so at least i'll still yeah. have that <laughs> It's like but the joker, uh, you want to know how I got this cars. I say, You want to know how I got this tattoo, and then I yeah. just start telling
1: it. <laughs> I it, it looks I, I'm glad that Grayson Waller like brought up like, Hey, aren't you mad? Isn't there tension here? Because when the heels bringing up that Santos could turn, it kind of tells you he won't, and I don't think he should. I think he could be a money baby face for WWE, and uh hopefully he doesn't. I just kind of still nervous, he's now wearing suits a lot more. And I really hope that he doesn't ultimately turn on Ray and take the title because we don't need him to be a heel. I mean, he, there's so much value in him as a babyface. Oh, yeah.
2: I, I don't see the, a lot more. I think Santos has always had great, uh, great fits if you watch throughout the last few months but i like this segment i was a little bit distracted by the fake tweets i can't help but to read them yeah, they're like, just they so a so ridiculous great swimmer. yeah this is the best <laughs> way to open smackdown and like oh look it's the best aussie alive like what are these things that you're scrolling through yeah, but they're funny something. they're funny um it's really cool to see i was just i wonder if santos is actually injured because i would assume that we were still gonna get that I would assume that Ray was going to give the first shot to Santos. So yeah. we're going to play this injury angle longer. But I did like I like where this went. I don't like the end result. I guess we'll get into that yeah.
0: next. So Austin Theory interrupts.
2: Austin Theory got a good promo. And I come to realize that every time that Austin Theory loses something, he cuts good promo. So we should just have him job out every single time. When he lost the briefcase he got kind of good, and now he lost the title, and I thought his promo was pretty good tonight.
0: Like a bum-ass Corbin situation.
2: No, no, no. He could never.
1: I already said uh, I'm buying low on Austin Theory after he lost that belt. I'm buying low. His stock is at an all-time low, and I think that he's too big to fail.
0: Well, LA Knight came out. LA Let's Knight. Yeah. I he got a I bigger went. reaction than Edge did. In, in Toronto. In Toronto, in Edge's home country, for his retirement match,
1: 25th anniversary. This was a 25th anniversary pop for LA Knight. Yeah.
2: It was, yeah. It was a really impressive uh, pop for him.
0: But then, in true WWE fashion, there was number one contenders match of LA Knight versus Austin Theory with the Miz on commentary.
2: First of all, you didn't even mention that Adam Pearce came out in the worst fit of the night and made the match.
0: I blocked it from my memory.
2: <laughs> he had like, what was that? Why is he dressed like my grandpa? How old is he? <laughs> He's a I have question.
1: Adam Pierce. I'm gonna say Is 40, he a He's like 47. I don't think he's a grandpa,
0: but he's near that.
2: Oh, age. I think
1: yeah, he's, he's 45
0: like or something. Yeah. No, 45. Same age as my brother. Uh 1978. He's looking old.
2: It was it was a bad fit.
0: It was a bad fit. So Miz had uh, a good he, fit.
2: I like Miz's fit.
0: Miz always has a great fit. Miz uh came out, was on commentary, lost the, uh LA Knight, pumped the crowd up. LA Knight versus Austin theory it seemed like LA Knight was going to have a pretty easy win to become the number one contender. And man, was that crowd here for it until the Miz caused a distraction and Austin theory is the number one contender for that U S championship. He just dropped.
1: I thought the Miz was very good on commentary him going back and forth as Michael Cole was very good and kind of made you forget that they used to be like join at the hip in 2011 when Miz hmm. was champion. Uh, But the second LA Knight came out to challenge, you knew that he's in a feud with The Miz. So The Miz is going to come down at one point. And the Miz was there the whole time. So you knew that Ellenette was going to lose. And I will say, WWE, even though they realize how popular LA Knight is and how over he is, they still seem reluctant to push him. They are pushing him. And he, they do realize he's a star, but they've had multiple people tonight come out, Paul Heyman and the Miz talk about your yesterday's news. You're the flavor of the month. And it's like, I know they're heels and stuff like that. You don't want that narrative constantly being put out there for WWE. Attitude so era
2: cosplayer.
1: Yeah. yeah you're a wannabe and it's like listen man i get it they're heels but you come up with better insults that don't kind of these are like the podcaster insults
2: that people flavor use
0: flavor of the month who says that that's like the most old person actually
2: isn't that Isn't that what uh <laughs>
0: hank kingsley used to, to to diss vince vaughn uh yeah. i mean like yeah that's like old person insults <laughs> you know you're just a fad la night like ripped jeans. Like, I mean, it's just, yeah, yeah. It's...
2: I thought about this completely differently, Alfred. I actually thought, hey, maybe we're going to put the United States Championship on LA night before he faces the miss at payback and have the title on the line. Maybe I'm just, I don't even know why I thought that.
0: Maybe they're uh, saving him to to take the belt off Roman.
2: Uh, Cody. It'll I be Cody stop. at that point. I, I hope that you both understand that you have been so completely wrong about Roman losing this one to Sammy Zayn, this one to Cody Rose. Like, if I was you, I would just shut up instead of continue to be wrong and have receipts of it live here, like, like, shit. We've all been
1: wrong because you said Roman four belts and he lost that match and then he lost to Jay Uso. I have never been wrong
2: about Roman in a singles match for the Undisputed Universal WWE, whatever championship they call it now. I've never been wrong about that. And you and I both know it. Now you're just like, you're just crashing. You're just just looking for something at this point. You're worse than the person that that accused Cash Wheeler right now. You're just looking for something.
1: I'm just saying that everybody's human. Everybody poops. Roman Reigns loses. He's going to lose in Philadelphia. There's my next prediction. I'm saying as not, not a prediction. It's, this is yeah. not a prediction. This is a spoiler. Roman Reigns loses <laughs> to Cody Rhodes in the main event of he WrestleMania 40. He said Let's this go. Like,
2: before LA. LA. Like, you said this. I, <laughs> I never give it's up. so sad. I think, okay, I think, John Cena.
0: <laughs> I think LA Knight is more over than Cody Rhodes is right now.
1: He's more over than anybody is right now, the operative word mm. being right now. But at any given moment since Cody Rhodes' return, he's been no lower than the number two babyface. Right now, he's still number one. He's still the top guy. He still feels hotter than everybody else. Right. But when, yes, you, when you... there's always going to be a people's champion come along. The other time, Sami Zayn was more over than Cody Rhodes at one point. Mm. Things come and go in WWE, but the difference is Cody Rhodes is forever.
0: When you think of number two, think of Cody Rhodes. That's Alfred Kahnawa. <laughs> yes, because he is
1: the shit. You're right.
0: When did that start? This was like bad meaning good, you <laughs> know?
1: Yeah. That, that's, when did that stop? I miss when you would, I mean, it came back when you say she's a bad chick, but I feel like people don't even say that anymore.
0: No, it's true. And when did they start using baddie instead of the other B word? That's what I wanna know. Baddie's not, that's not interesting.
1: When they had to say it on network television, you know, TBS doesn't make you say the other word. Oh, they actually...
0: Yeah, just weird. Just weird. Uh, Damage control took on Bianca Belair and Charlotte Flair tonight.
2: This match slapped. I liked it. Loved it.
0: Best women's tag team match of the year.
1: Low bar, but I Mm -hmm. love this match. (laughs) Both teams work together very well, too.
2: Yeah. It was great. Charlotte was bleeding.
1: Yeah, Yeah. that made the match better.
2: Yeah, I really, really enjoyed this match. I like how everybody worked together. Of course, we're used to damage control, but just seeing uh, Charlotte and Bianca work together. But at one point, like, we go to the outside and Bianca is holding onto her knee and Charlotte's holding onto her ankle. And I'm like, what is happening here? Like, is any of these women going to be able to finish this match? It was funny. The visual of it was funny. But I got to tell you, this was maybe, I mean, like you said, the bar is low, but this was probably the best uh, women's match of the week.
0: Have you noticed last week with Charlotte's entrance, and tonight with Eo's entrance? And here's why I'm just pointing this out because I think they're building towards something. We had Charlotte come out in her robe last week, and she had the hood, and she was looking down, and then she lift up and go, "It's Charlotte." It's Charlotte's entrance is to Charlotte. Tonight, Eo came out to the back, and it was like she turned around. Oh, it's Eo. I feel like this is leading subliminally to where they're gonna do a surprise. Where oh it's so and so and then it's like Asuka or somebody uh, else underneath. Oh, that's a good
2: call. That's a good call.
0: Because they've I noticed this last week and tonight. They did the same sort of thing.
2: Charlotte has been doing the hooded thing since she came back. Mm-hmm. She's been wearing all of this amazing gear and, and the big capes. But I didn't catch it with EO. I like this one. This is a good this, yeah, paying attention to entrance. detail, Glenn. Look at you.
0: Yeah. I great like match tonight. I thought it was really good. And I like that Charlotte and Bianca won, but then damage control beat up Bianca, after that.
2: look at what KOD says in the chat, he says Kyrie. And we did hear some rumors about mm. Kyrie being backstage, that could be another crazy surprise they could pull up. Yeah,
1: uh, I did say Kyrie too, but I, I, I don't think it, it was very, I think he's copying what I said.
0: Uh, and then uh, oh, okay. Bianca <laughs> riding high off the new Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch Fortnite skins that came out this week.
2: Yeah, but,
1: no, she's riding high after seeing Beyonce, she's got that Beyonce glow.
2: Her Instagram post was so yeah. freaking iconic. She said, I wanted to jump the stage, but I didn't want them to confuse me for Beyonce. And I was like, Yes, go off, please. She, Her fit was incredible. Shout out to her. The, the, I'm going to shut up. I'm not going to say it. I'll shut up.
0: Okay. Um, <laughs> I really like this match. I like the aftermath after, I like what they're doing with the amateur Control and Bianca. I think, uh, you know, going from this then into the Street Profits versus the OC. Just really good momentum. So I, I, I like that they kind of had to get the rest of the show into the first 90 minutes to free right, up that last half hour. Right, because he pays
2: very well. He, he, and
1: yeah. that's a, a nitpick I actually had with this show is that the Street Profits, Montez Ford, obviously married to Bianca Belair. She gets horribly injured backstage and they just cut right back to Montez and he goes in wrestling like nothing happened. Nobody mentioned that that man's wife just got attacked. He's not concerned with anything like that. Maybe so he did He's a real heel. That's a
0: healthy marriage. Where you don't that on have the big to. screen. And he's like, she's going to take care of her own business. I'm at work. She's at work. <laughs> you know, problem. we're not, like, our marriage takes a pause during the work day.
2: He don't yeah. want Bobby Lashley to think he's pussy whip, you know? <laughs> <laughs> he's got to pretend. He's got to play it cool. Otherwise, Bobby d- might kick him out.
0: If they were doing a heel thing, that would actually be amazing. If he went to tend on her and Bobby was like, what's up? <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: You're getting distracted, Montez.
0: Yeah. Uh, but they got an easy win side against OC. Poor and Anderson. Like,
2: man. And, and Mia Yim and AJ Styles, they just feel like they're just there. Like, they're not a big deal.
0: I mean, AJ at least gets wins. But the rest of the Bullet Club against Kevin uh, Cross and yeah. he's the insurance OC,
2: salesman here. That doesn't count.
0: But the OC is is booked. I mean, Gallows and Anderson in particular like have not been booked. Like they and Hit Row can commiserate with how well their return has gone.
1: Yeah, they're just some warm bodies to lay they're down for body. talent.
0: <laughs> that that should be a tag team name. The, the warm, warm bodies. Body. The warm body. <laughs> And it should be like two like attractive guys. It should actually it should be like a like a, a pretty deadly sort of a maximum male model sort of thing. Like and people that. will be yeah. like, "Yeah, you know, the warm bodies—they're just there." <laughs> uh, Steve Marcucilli with the real question: Buck ninety nine super chat. Would you hold EO versus Asuka until WrestleMania?
1: Hundred percent. Book it.
0: Yeah. Um, that's gonna be great. Yeah, it is. So. This Paul Heyman promo. We saw what happened with uh, Roman solo Jimmy and Jay last week.
2: Yeah, unnecessary video package for a show that we needed to speed up.
0: It's the soap opera. You said they got a recap for people that didn't tune in. And they they knew tonight was going to pop some lax <laughs> fans some lapsed fans with edge mm-hmm. so it probably wasn't bad they showed it but paul Heyman and the way he turned that around on kayla of saying what's going on with with the family and then he's like do you want me to ask about your family yeah. and then he asked these detailed questions
2: it was awkward
0: it was like paul's paul's like paul like creeped kayla's facebook page before <laughs> writing this promo
2: <laughs> he scrolled down her entire instagram feed yeah.
0: <laughs> he went on uh, ancestry.com and no. Figured out her family tree. You
1: know? <laughs> he should have said all the problematic relatives she had. we yeah, all got that would have been
0: amazing. That would that would have taken this up a notch. But this was Paul Heyman, Paul Heymaning, and uh, he got a phone call. Uh, that, uh, and Jimmy Uso was gonna be on SmackDown. It would have been funny if Kayla would just been like, "Your phone's not even on. You're not even talking to anyone."
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> That's a prop, Paul. Yeah. I um, did
2: all that just to tell Prince Harry he's going to be here next week.
1: Who cares? And he trolled the crowd too. He goes, Jimmy Uso is going to be here live on SmackDown and you can hear the crowd popping. Yeah. Huge and he goes, next week. Yeah. That was dirty. Paul great wanna- with subtleties too because whenever he has to cut a promo when he's sad, he grows out his beard a little bit. He doesn't dye yeah. his hair so it's gray and he looked like crap by design. His eyes are red.
0: I just want to give a shout out to Paul Heyman for 35 years of using a cell phone. <laughs> As part of his gimmick.
1: It would have been better if he kept that big phone that he had. I was going to say
2: that that if he still had the big phone. That would be so iconic.
0: That would be good. Uh, But yeah, this was a good promo, good segment. We'll see what happens in the Bloodline Soap Opera next week. And then we have that main event, Edge versus Sheamus tonight. Great match. A friendly match, but a fierce match, which is tough to do because that promo they cut last week, the bromance between these guys, they went out there late and they didn't hold back. They didn't pull any punches.
2: And Seamus right. was in the video packages as well. Yeah. You know, just showing his appreciation for it. I love seeing his family bed just sitting in the crowd, mm-hmm. just enjoying the moment with their three little girls. I it was a good way to get you in your fields, whether it was a retirement, whether we're just celebrating 25 years and he comes back. I it felt special. Tonight felt special for Edge and, and he deserves all of that. But the match, what a freaking banger! Like, Sheamus is so... I don't want to say underrated. I think that a lot of people are appreciating Seamus a lot more now. I feel like a few years back, nobody really like... You know, like a lot of people were just not giving him his flowers and Sheamus deserves all the flowers. It yes. takes two to tango. When he hit him with that broke kick, I was like, there's no way that Sheamus is going over here, right? You know, like there was so many great false finishers from beginning to end, incredible match, but we have two Hall of Fame, like, well, Edge already, but Sheamus, <laughs> definitely a Hall of Famer. Like, what can you expect from these two, especially from what we've seen from Sheamus recently? That match with Gunther still holds up for me. So I was very happy. This was fun.
1: Yeah, this is a great main event. I think it was really helped by the fact that I could have seen it go either way. So I believed a lot of the pinfalls. I could see edge going out on his back. If this is his retirement, I could see edge going out on top just as his 25th anniversary to send the crowd happy. So I thought this was really good. They did a great job. They worked their asses off and I hope edge stays. I think uh, there's, there's more to do with edge.
2: You know what's funny? It's like I'm seeing all these video packages. I'm obviously doing my watch alone cheap plug and why diva YouTube channel. But I'm sitting here like going over with my chat. Oh, what's your favorite edge moment? If he has to go on his own terms, this and that, right? You're doing all of this. He might retire. And then you see him put on a match like this. And at the end of it, I'm like, yeah, please don't go. Like come back next week. Yeah, We're just... okay. <laughs> We're okay with a fake out. Like I have no issue with because it does feel like he got to come back and he and we got so many good feels, so many good matches. But it still feels like there's so many more matches that I would like to see Edge be part of. So you know, you know, I'm just yeah. saying, Edge, stick around, stick around, bud.
0: He's not showing the wear and tear and signs of fatigue we see with a lot of other wrestlers. They've done a good job at,
2: at using him sporadically and not really, you know, wearing him out. I think I think it's been great. I think even since his comeback, um, obviously Roman Reigns stacking him and Daniel Bryan. <laughs> one of my favorite moments, but I think since his comeback, like those matches that he put on with Seth Rollins were just absolutely incredible. He had incredible.
0: the greatest wrestling match with Randy Orton.
2: Oh God, why you had, you know what? There was something about that match though. The nostalgia when the mic came down, the the referee dressed with the old school, but why do you have to bring that up? Or that there, was actually they, a really him, good match. It was a good match, but didn't him and Randy had like during that, Performance Center of WrestleMania that last man standing match that lasted for like yeah the two one hours. went to the gym
0: that was the, a horrible oh match yeah
2: that God that gym, was so bad
0: yeah uh, <laughs> <we got laughs> he ran him back shall the greatest not be
1: named reference
2: the greatest ref- wrestling match was good and if it would have not been built that way it mm. would stack up there the problem right. was that they put this freaking you know like but but I get it it was more of a nostalgia thing but regardless that match was fun mm. but this comeback has been incredible and i do feel like he has more left in the tank but no matter what like let's say that tonight let's just say that tonight is the last that we see him i'm so glad that he got to do it in his own terms because he felt so unfair the first time with everything that happened and how he went down it felt like a wrestling fairy tale and you know sometimes wrestling does get me my feelings tonight was one of those nights
0: Very good match. I just kept expecting some swerve at the end. I just I don't believe it. I don't believe it.
2: God forbid that we just have a good friendly 1v1
0: wrestling.
1: No, yeah. And I agree Uh, with Glenn. I wanted something at the end. At least I wanted a speech. Are you retiring? A heel turn? Something.
2: No. They hugged at the end. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. They just kept showing. You think that there
1: would be some story behind it? Like, you know,
2: Seamus is is so good.
0: If it had really been the end, Judgment Day would have came out and lifted Edge up on their shoulders.
1: <laughs> Begged for him back. Yeah, I don't know. They're gonna be splitting up soon, so it's, I still. Think they, with they really the fumbled the bag with kicked... the Judgment Day.
2: Nah, they didn't. I thought. I thought when they kicked him out was kind of gangster. If you want me to be honest,
1: mm. it was kind of what
2: gangster.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think this might have been his last match in WWE, but I don't think it was his last match ever. Because if it was, I think Beth would have. They would have had a moment. There would have been something more.
2: They're gonna have mean, a moment. What makes you think they're not having their moment? I mean on like, camera. <laughs> Glenn.
0: <laughs> not like the time not like no, Edge. And <laughs> Glenn, yeah. we already had that
2: from Edge. Come on. It'll be like, moment.
1: Be. Edge has stamina.
0: <laughs> okay. So that was SmackDown tonight. It ended, but instead of Edge and Beth, we had Edge and Sheamus celebrating Hulking their romance. Out. Yes
2: i haven't gone back to look on social media if he says something off the air i, I think I'll he did
0: i saw it some it things out. on
1: the chat that said that he might have said something off air. okay
0: we'll see man
2: glenn is trying to see edge and ben phoenix <laughs> moment
0: <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying there's a lot of never mind i'm never gonna i'm not gonna i had, <laughs> I had a, I had no, a joke there but i'm like no this isn't no it's not <laughs> appropriate but no i think uh I'm very curious to see where Edge goes from here. I don't think he's done.
1: I think I think he's being a very smart free agent.
2: Yeah. So. Now, let's say Let's say he goes, do you have him show up at All In? You have to, right? Because All In right now, I I think All In is going to be a spectacle to watch. I want it to be successful. I think some of these people have a chip on their shoulders to put on an incredible match, right? But I don't know that All In needs to have that moment that that makes you go, holy crap. And I'm not sure that That with the matches that are booked, we're going to get that outside of some good wrestling. And we see good wrestling all the time, right? So I, I will say, right, if Tony Khan can score him, he has to be at All In. But Let's say that he stays with WWE. When do you have him show up? You can't do the Royal Rumble again. Like, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like he already had that epic Royal Rumble return. Like when would you have him show up if he was to stay in WWE? Or who would you want to see him feud against next? If he was to stay. You say you wanted an attack. Who? You know what I mean? Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a good question. I mean, Royal Rumble would be the stock answer. It would be very basic. I agree with that. Maybe WrestleMania. WrestleMania is not that far away.
2: Right. I mean, there's already going to be 90,000 people there. I know. Um,
0: (laughs) But can they turn all the lights off in Wembley if Edge shows up? Like, can they make it pitch black before Edge debuts?
2: They're going to take his thing. No, we can't do that.
0: Yeah. (laughs) you
1: can't take that gimmick. (laughs) They do need something in Wembley. I don't know if it's whether they pull the trigger on MJF and Edge breaking up. I mean MJF and Adam Cole breaking up somehow. Hopefully not. Um I don't but there know needs that, that would be a holy
2: crap moment. Not the holy crap moment that you go like, wow, remember when this happened in Wembley yeah. at all in. I, I don't I, I I can't wait to see all in. And I'm yeah. very 50-50 on how I feel about it, but I want it to be successful. But I want to have that one moment that makes you go, Oh my god, I'll never forget when this happened at all in. I do think. You know and I'm just speculating but I do think Echo I mean, imagine if it's Goldberg instead of Yeah
1: Edge Goldberg could point. be one that's been in the air there, there yeah. needs to be I think in addition to whatever moment they have with that car there should be somebody showing up as a surprise I mean the streets tell me Jade Cargill maybe who knows but something that like there's never Is been that any, a surprise That would be yeah, that wouldn't be, a, that wouldn't be, that be the, the
2: holy crap moment that you know I'm yeah. trying to Nobody like somebody in house like yeah. like you know what? I'll throw it to Edge, like Edge showing up at the at the Royal Rumble. Like that feel like, okay. oh my god, like that he need, it only needs to have a moment like that. Just even if it's just one moment, something big has mm-hmm. to happen.
0: So J Uso would be the number one biggest oh, thing. Oh my they god, could do. bye. It's not they happening. Out late. Yeah. Uh Brock Lesnar would be the second biggest thing they could have.
2: I swear, if you if you strike out, I'm leaving.
0: Okay, (laughs) Edge is number three, and Goldberg (laughs) is number four.
2: No, why?
1: I will say, if we're gonna compare Wembley shows, the Wembley show at SummerSlam did not have any big holy crap mode. They had the Road Warrior Pop, they had the great match. It was a match with Bret Hart and British Bulldog. We all remember the pin, but there was no one moment that you think about like holy crap, like it was the great match that we remembered. So. If AEW has a good enough match at Wembley, maybe that's what people will remember. It's just that wrestling is inundated with great matches. you yeah, can't compare these so shows to what show that
2: happened over 30 years yeah, ago.
1: Yes, sure TK, you can. They're both TK, in Wembley. TK, they're doing TK, it today.
0: Uh, TK's got one trick. It's just like, hey, this person's with AEW now. <laughs> like, that's that I means right. That's he keeps going back to that. So yeah, we do have 10, surprise
2: people <laughs> joining for that stadium stamp. I can't wait to see how they do the stadium stampede match. Yeah. Like, I'm so yeah, curious be, to see what it's fun. gonna look like. Yeah. But I don't know. I just want, I really wanted to like just be good you know what i mean but i want it to be more than just good wrestling we see good wrestling on weekly free yeah. tv i need All something to feel like oh my god you know i want a surprise yeah
0: and shane mcmahon in aew there you go now we're talking and Stephanie AEW McMahon. that would actually be incredible
2: <laughs> oh my god
0: okay well we'll see uh, that's it for Wrestling Inc. tonight. Hear everyone. me out. Hear me out. Mm. CM
2: Punk and Kenny Omega have some kind of face-off. Uh... You do have to build for a pay-per-view a week later, so something's got to get. Yeah, on.
1: I mean, <laughs> I would be shocked. Hey, listen, that would be a moment. All right, all right, all right, all we'll
2: right. Hear still, me we'll out. See. Larry versus my dog. <laughs>
1: Well you better get that dog on a flight now. I don't know how good Roman does on long plane
2: rides. He does great. Roman is a world-class traveler. He has traveled with me to a lot of places. Please, what kind of dog do you think my dog is? Uh, I I, I check in at hotels and they have dog beds and dog foods ready for him. Come on, Alfred.
1: Pet hotels.
2: No, no, no. Like actual Hotels. You get the actual Shut rooms. Shout out to the A-loft <laughs> here in Ponce, Puerto Rico. Every time I make a reservation, they ask me, is he coming with? And I'm like, yes. I walk in and there's a dog bed, a toy, tweets. It's a beautiful thing. They take my money all the time, basically.
0: Yeah, loft is for Roman.
2: Yeah.
0: Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Monday, Raw. Tuesday, NXT. Thursday, Dynamite. Friday, SmackDown.
1: Sunday, all in. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, at one yeah. PM, right?
1: Yeah, early. Well, for me, it's gonna be ten a- at ten AM, which is great. I love early pay per views so I can spend oh, the rest God. of my day doing stuff.
2: Watch it from bed.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Till next time everyone, we'll catch you back here on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Bye. Take care.